What's up, everybody? It's been a couple of weeks, but I'm glad to be back with another installment of the Sense Spotlight, complete with podcast recording. This week, I had the great fortune to lock down a couple of minutes to chat with the incredibly deep and wise DJ Lethal Skills. We started off talking about his childhood growing up amidst the civil war in Lebanon and how he was able to escape the sounds of bombs and war through hip hop. From there, we branch out into how Skills came across crypto and blockchain, the various projects and communities in the space that he has been active in. And we finish up with the discussion of the new scent, along with a few suggestions for how scent can become a real home for other musicians. Hope you enjoy this episode. If you like it, please leave replies under the post on scent and sent on. All right, man. So we're officially live on the scent spotlight, joined with uh, DJ Lethal Skills. Thank you for joining me, brother. Thanks a lot for inviting me, brother. And a big shout out to the whole Scent community and everyone tuning in to one of the dopest podcasts on the Scent community. <laughs> Very cool. So I'll start this off with the question that I usually ask the sentients that I spotlight. In as much or as little detail as you're, you're comfortable with, tell me a little bit about who DJ Lethal Skills is. All right. I'm an Earthian. I'm from planet Earth. I was born in Beirut, Lebanon, my hometown. I'm originally from the Middle East, from Lebanon. I was born during the civil war back then. Because of the war, I tend to convert to music since I was a kid. Uh, music was my alternative sound. Uh, whenever there was war, bombs, and crazy stuff going on, I used to put my headphones and listen to cassette tapes back then. Come from the late 80s, like mid-70s to late 80s era. Yeah, born in Lebanon, and I plucked to music since I was born. Yeah, I also grew up with cassette tapes and hitting record when I was listening to the radio and making my own mixtapes and things like that. Actually, it's the best generation, the 80s, like 80s, or even early 90s, like these were the best times. I'm with the tech, I'm with evolution, but we do miss uh, getting in touch with things as, as we are evolving, I feel. For sure. Uh, everything is becoming digital, like even uh, reading is digital. I like flicking pages when I'm reading, smelling the, the vinyl records when I get a new record. I cannot smell an MP3 or like a streaming platform. <laughs> or something you know like you know but with everything comes a price you know so definitely it has a lot of positive stuff you know with what it brings but we tend to lose touch even with connections with the internet and the conferences and whatnot we don't tend to see each other we just talk nothing beats meeting people face to face and feeling their emotions seeing their expressions when they're talking or whatnot but again you cannot i cannot travel to where you are you cannot travel to where i'm at so that gives us also the edge of uh, being able to connect no, 100%. I'm totally with you there. But the benefits of technology and also just, I mean, myself, I'm a paper book reader as well. There's something about that tactile feel with the book, being able to seamlessly and easily underline and, and highlight and mark up a book. But yeah, that's a trade-off. And as long as we're aware of both sides, I think that's probably the best place to be. But speaking of like that tactile like aspect of everything, what strikes me about you and your music and particularly your scratching is that kind of direct connection with the music and actually making it with your your touch. And I was just wondering if you could tell me a little bit about like how long you've been scratching and been in that particular part of the music scene. Cool. Just in continuation to your question, and initially I come from a computer engineering background. I studied computer engineering, but music has always been with me since I was a kid. But mainly I got into hip hop and the element, the art of scratching, or it's called turntablism, making the turntable sound like a musical instrument. So putting a record on the turntable and playing with it to recreate sounds. So you can express your emotions or feelings or your mood or whatever music you're jamming with. So what triggered me, what inspired me to get into this art form is back in the 80s, I saw on MTV when it started broadcasting in the Middle East, Herbie Hancock, a song called Rocket. And in the video clip in Rocket towards, it's a b-boy. I used to breakdance when I was a kid. I used to watch breakdance the movie 
movie and all that. And I was inspired by the movies. And I used to dance with my with my neighborhood kids, you know, and stuff like that. And then when I saw the video, towards the end of the video, there's a part where the B-boys come out of the closet uh, in the song of Rocket for Baby Hancock. And they're like, uh, and then there's a DJ, like white headphones with the antenna. And he's moving his hand on this uh, record and he's going fresh, fresh. Literally, he's making sounds with his, with his hand while it's moving. And that was my moment where I was like, zap. This is what I want to do when I grow up. I want to do whatever he's doing. For me, it was so futuristic back then. And we're talking 1985, 1986. And I just, uh, all the time, in my head until I got my first turntable. And then I started learning by myself because back then there was no internet. Being in the Middle East, we don't have access to a lot of American culture, hip hop stuff and whatnot. So I used to wait for people or my dad to travel. When he come back, get me VHS videotapes so I can watch movies, DMC battles. So mainly I used to watch the DMC battles on cassette to see what the DJs are doing with their hands. And my father used to have this videotape that has a slow-mo. So I used to slow motion their hands because they go really fast and I can't understand what they're doing. And then I tried to imitate. I started learning by copying and pasting. So I can learn the technique because the knowledge back then was so hard to get your hands onto. Not like now internet, you can go on YouTube or Google, type anything and you can get the knowledge in a second. In our time, it takes years for us to get this information. But yeah, that's that's how I learned. Uh, and, and in Lebanon, we speak French. We're, we speak French and English. So we're very inspired by French rap and American hip hop. So I get the best of two worlds. Seeing a lot of French DJs cutting and doing the DJ battles and the American DJs doing the DMC battles. And that was my influence. And then I learned that other than scratching, you can turn it to a musical instrument. So the turntable can become like a guitar or drums. The same thing you can do with a turntable. You can take a sound or word and just cut it up in your own style and uh, re-manipulate the sound. And that's the magic about it. Yeah, it's amazing to me. I used to play the saxophone, so I'm familiar with playing an instrument. But like, like, how are you describing how you actually learned turntablism and like how to scratch and things like that? Having to slow down their hand movement so you could see what they're actually doing with their hands. It doesn't matter how much I would slow it down. I would never be able to do that with my hands. It's just something, it's, it's so inspiring to see. And it's just so cool to hear. It's really fascinating to me. And it's the main reason I reached out to you to make that jingle for the You Deserve a Drink podcast. Kudos, kudos. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm really glad to see in our community, in some community, that we have people who appreciate art, have an ear to like uh, the scratch art form and uh, hip hop. Because, you know, hip hop nowadays is uh, people look at it like this whole mumble rap and girls and cars and thing <laughs> and champagne. But actually, it's, it's more of a community that have different elements. You have the DJ element is one which is the art of scratching and turntables. And you have the beatbox people who create sound with their mouth. You have the graffiti artists who can uh, express themselves by writing on the walls using spray cans. You have the MC who can rap poetry or freestyle out of their mind, whatever is happening around them, whatever they're feeling. So, and it's about empowering a community using these art forms. So it's like a positive revolutionary expression through art. This is how I learned and I grew up on hip hop. Before, you know, getting into becoming a club DJ and touring the world and opening up for big acts, then becoming a producer and then producing for so many artists and being blessed to meet so many people I look up to and I grew up listening to. So hip hop for me is all about empowerment and is about uh, sharing. That's that's beautifully put, man. And well, the community aspect of hip hop is definitely something that's it's fascinating and super deep and diverse. And I feel like a lot of people miss that that aspect with it. But 
kind of like shifting gears to another community. I feel like crypto is this burgeoning deep community, super worldwide from the very beginning. And I'm curious how you found crypto in the first place. It seems like you've been trying to marry the hip hop community with the crypto community for a couple of years now. Like you shared a music video from, I think, 2017 or something like that. It must have been around the height of the crypto bubble before it pops in 2018. And I was just like, oh my God, why didn't I hear that song back in the day? I remember people like Stephen Mackey were talking like, when are we going to have that real hip hop sound with crypto? And it already happened in 2017 with that, the song that you shared the other day. Yeah. So like, how did you find crypto? When did you find it? And like, how are you finding the crypto community? And how is it embracing the hip hop community that you're coming from? I love your attention to details and how you mentioned you feel like the crypto is like a hip hop. Anyway, for me, this is how I, uh, what I love blockchain as a evolutionary technology beyond people pumping and dumping into the moon and all that shit. It's really about giving power back to the people. I mean, the ideology of blockchain for me is really empowering the people, which in a way is hip hop. So for me, blockchain is hip hop and naturally before getting geeky and techy and uh, talking about different blockchains and different tokens and the benefits of tokenization and decentralization and transparency and all the benefits that it brings, you know? There was a, I don't know if you know about another platform called Steemit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I learned about Steemit through a friend of mine who's also a hip hop head. He told me, I used to post a lot of my beats on Instagram. I used to every day make a beat and I was part of this UK platform called Rap, which is a phone app where producers upload their beats and you have rappers from around the world rocking one minute uh, over your beat and shooting a video. And this is how I used to network with musicians and artists, underground uh, artists around the world. So I was heavy on Instagram posting my beats and SoundCloud and the whole shebang. But I don't earn money. I don't. I earn only likes and like dope and hot beat and like, you know, the usual passive bullshit that we get on these kind of like social media platforms. And then my boy told me, yo, you should check out Steemit, man. You can make money out of your music. It's a dope community, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, what is Steemit? And then he kept nagging on my head for like a month and I forgot about it. And then after like a month, I'm like, you know what? Let me check. And then I went registered and then told me I have to wait. And then after three weeks, I got my keys and I forgot what it was. And then I could, let me go check it out. And then I went to check it and it was the worst shit I've ever seen because uh, I started using internet back in 1995 in my country when the first internet company opened I told you I come from a technical background IT so I joined the IT company I used to promote internet back in 1995 carrying modem and going to companies telling them about the benefits of opening a website and having an email and the e-business and, and the whole benefits and, uh, of internet so when I went to Steam it honestly the interface is so 1995 1994, it reminded me of Netscape, Netscape Navigator or something. So I was very disappointed. I'm like, is this the blockchain you're telling me? About? I expect it to go and I don't know, like see AI and robots and like some dope graphics. And, you know, so I went, I checked through and I was really bored. It's all like typing and shit. I'm like, dude, I'm going back 20 years just to like use blockchain. Mm -hmm. So I let go of it. But back then, I remember I made one post. There was a beat battle for producers on Steam. It, one of the community members used to do. And I pitched one of my beats and I let it go. And apparently I won. I ended up getting an, e an email and my boy, I didn't reply. He told me, yo, you won the competition. Why are you not on Steam? It? Blah, blah. And then I went and then I saw this amazing engagement from the community. People really listened. Like some dude was telling me, yo, at one twenty second, one minute, 20 second, I love the drop and the baseline, how it changed. I love the filters. And they really listen. I don't get this kind of feedback on Facebook or Instagram or SoundCloud. You get the passive feedback. So I really got interested. I'm like, yo, there's something in this. Like, this is something I experienced. I've never experienced anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And through Steemit and becoming active participant in the weekly beat battles and then becoming a judge after a few months, winning all the time and competing with dope musicians from around the world and making new friends. 
I started learning about crypto through Steemit. And then I started learning through the communities and I became part of sub-communities within Steemit, creating music and stuff like that and reading and just the reading. You know, that was before Bitcoin blew up to 20,000. That was like, I'm talking early 2017 and stuff. I was still like building up. Mainly, I learned everything I know about blockchain and crypto through uh, the, the blockchain communities. And then I started learning about all the new platforms that come up. Then I became a music ambassador for MusicCoin, which is a music streaming platform based on Ethereum. Then I jumped to Tune, which is another one. There's, there's so many platforms. And currently, I'm the regional manager for Southeast Asia and Middle East for uh, one of the dopest projects to date on the blockchain for music streaming, which is called Eminate. It's based on EOS. Uh, we just uh, went live three days ago. So yeah, all that led me to all these new experiences and opened new doors and where I shifted my career. I left my jobs. I left uh, being a resident DJ in the biggest clubs in here, traveling and whatnot. And I just sit every day, blog and curate and uh, promote blockchain and then go do community talks, travel, hold the mic and talk to people about my journey and how it shifted my life and how I can earn uh, passive income by doing what I love. I'm really trying to sum up my journey. That's the, so, and then the project that you're working with right now in, in charge of uh, the community down in Southeast Asia, it's called Eminence. How do you spell that? And how, how can we check out that site? It's called Emanate. It's E-M-A-N-A-T-E. Emanate. At the moment, it's for musicians, music creators, and they're very selective about music because we're trying to find quality music because some previous projects went on the blockchain and unfortunately, the quality was not controlled. So we manually filter the music that's being uh, pitched to be hosted. Let's say you're a music creator and you upload one of your tracks. Every six seconds uh, while your song is being consumed, you earn MNX, which is a token. So as somebody's playing your song, Every six seconds, you are being paid. Unlike Spotify, when you upload your song, you get paid after four months and you only earn 15% of income. Spotify holds back up to 80 or 90% of royalties. So this is definitely a disruptive uh, technology. It's going to definitely shape the future of music. Also for music listeners, uh, which is coming the next update, uh, let's say you love music. You can go to Emanate, create a, create a playlist of music that you like or artists that you like, and you share your playlist. And anyone plays your playlist, you can earn monetization of the music being played through your playlist. That, that sounds like an awesome project. And I definitely agree that initial curation is super important to ensure quality, but then also set the bar for future artists who are thinking about joining. Listening to your experience with Steemit and how that kind of brought you into crypto and then also shows you the power of crypto powered or blockchain-based community. I think there's a lot that Scent can learn from your particular experience. I know a lot of people who have interacted with Steemit, myself included, haven't had like the best encounters, but I know that there's people like yourself who, who really did have genuinely productive and positive experiences there. Like Scent right now, we have a lot of different members of different communities on here. There's one feed for everyone. That's something that we are really targeting in our uh, next batch of updates, or what we term like hashtag the new Scent, where we want to like really help feature people that are producing more audio-based creations like podcast or like yourself that are putting out so songs and music or like vloggers with video or live streamers as well as people that prefer the written word and people that are into photography and images like we really want to help break out the site into these various modes of creation to help create more dedicated communities around these very specific and very different types of content so i'm just wondering from your perspective being on scent I know there's not that many musicians such as yourself. I can think of maybe Solar Phasing as like the only other sort of regular poster of music. He's a good mate. I know him. Uh, he's part of another tribe that we're both part of, which is uh, Atom Record Collector. It's a label, supports indie musician. He's a great dude, very active on the blockchain also. 
Very solid, dude. Just from your perspective, what can Scent do to help build out our product and platform to be even better for people like yourselves and for musicians? Honestly, I'm very excited about the new Scent uh, update that's coming. I heard about it a couple of weeks back when you guys first made the post, and now you're telling me about it. And I'm very happy to hear that you guys are targeting to, you know, customize it more creatives. What I love about Scent personally and why I'm on it, I love the interface because it's simple. I love how fast it is. And uh, it definitely have a cool community. People are legit when they leave feedback. But back to your point, what I feel, I think it's good to have some kind of a customized views to... Uh, reach out to what you like like for me if i'm looking out for music or like art or crypto news or whatnot i mean for me when i see sent to go filter through this stuff because it's a wide community and as you mentioned earlier there's so many uh, different uh, tribes uh, content in different categories be able to follow specific things that you like that can help you know and maybe doing some more like you you're doing now you're doing like sent spotlight maybe have some kind of like song of the week, a post of the week. There's so many great initiatives happening there, but it's kind of like get lost in the midst of the sea of uh, content that gets pushed on the, on the platform. Mm-hmm. So I think finding me is in order to make it easier and simpler to get to what you want or follow or customize your view with a sense to be specific to people that you care about. A hashtag, like you mentioned earlier, that you follow, having more community activities within Send that is also has an incentive to reward, for example, creations of the best music. But I think mostly it's like customizing and following hashtags. I think that would be something very cool, at least for me. That's very cool. That's totally in line with what we're thinking and, and what we're building out. So I hope you stick around for a little bit longer and see the changes that we're going to introduce. I, I really think it's going to help deepen um, just the connection we have. I'm with, I'm with you guys all the way. Yeah. And then on top of that, of course, the most important thing is making sure that we can get more money into the pockets of creators such as yourself. Totally. That's cool. The only thing I just want to share with you one point, I, I referred someone, one of my friends to come to Scent and he tried it for a while and then he stopped. Mm-hmm. And then I asked him, why did you stop? How do you feel? And he's like, I like the interface. I like it. But I mean, you need to see it in order to get followers. So like in a way, you kind of like, you need to buy your promotion or buy your hype. I told him for me, when I started, I used to always put rewards. But if you notice, most of my posts, I don't put rewards because I want to target uh, real followers who really appreciate my art, who really appreciate what I do. And, you know, once I build a good profit, people who come with legit comments, sincere. But it takes some patience in the beginning to kick off. It's not like this kind of platform where you come in with nothing and you can straight build. It's like everything else, I told them. So is there some kind of a thing happening with the changes coming in for people who want to join Scent? For example, like I have friends from Venezuela, for example. You know, the economy over there is really messed up. They cannot afford putting ease on their posts in order to have a lot of engagement and a lot of people like buy a promotion on their posts or something. Is there a way for people without seating on their posts making money out of Scent? Right. So that that's sort of what is going to try to enhance. So there's a lot of new users that come to Scent. And if they don't get seated right now or in the future, if they don't get then it's hard for them to do something. And I think right now with the, the way the incentives are structured, it's really unclear for a seeder to know if they're going to make a profit. Right now, it's more kind of like altruistic when someone gives money to a, a post, right? The number of people that are, are really making a profit right now, it's a small handful. And it's really just the, the early seeders. What we want to do is make it very clear. If you see something that's a great piece of content, it first. And if you really think that it's good, as long as there's one person after you that it, you will make a profit. And then again, 50% goes to the artist. This is cool. This is cool. And we think with that incentive mechanism, because we have a lot of people with good eyes and good ears and just pretty good taste, right? And if we're able to convince them that, hey, you can actually make money by investing in good content. 
And if that flywheel begins to spin, then people that are coming from Venezuela who have amazing stories to say and awesome perspective and just like you or me, like in this part of the world, it's hard to meet a bunch of people from Venezuela, right? We're just like literally on the opposite end of the world. But if we're able to see their work on scent because we have a a large community of professional investors, then we're going to be able to identify them because we're going to see this post that just earned 25 bucks today, right? And you're like, well, what's that about? Oh, he's from Venezuela. Let me check this out. It, it looks kind of interesting. And you know that it's vouchsafed by people actually giving money to it because they thought that it literally was something that other people would, would invest in as well. That's how we see that playing out in the future. For people that are new and then maybe they, they don't have something so creative that other people invest in, we give them a route to attention in the very beginning to spin up their mini communities with the bounty, right? And I know there's some hesitancy behind that because it's like, what, what is this? Am I really going to get thoughtful people paying attention? It's just that the idea that people's time is valuable. And if you really want to have initial eyes and bring people to your work to begin with, throwing out a, a couple bucks to the community isn't that bad of an idea to bring them there. At the end of the day, they could take that money and reinvest it into you if you're, you're doing something really good. Or at the very least, you'll get some feedback, what you can do better in the future where you don't need to use a bounty. True. No, no, I agree with you. And I think you tackled on something, um, you know, the power of community is it's like something we are doing in Emanates. I told you we, we're looking for quality and not quantity, you know, because quantity can break down the whole project down. And what we do with the community is we try to help, like for, for on the music side, we try to help artists, how they can improve the recordings, how they can network and collaborate with better, with other producers, with sound engineers. We help them to improve their music in order to be ready to be featured on the platform because we really care about the quality. And I think this is something cool in, in, in set. As you said, if you can like uh, have attention, like you mentioned, and maybe someone comes who doesn't know how to blog, but I have some cool stories to say. Now you have the chat option, which I really like in Scent. You can directly talk to people that all, all the time engage with you. I have few people who are going to be listening to the podcast. I help them with pimping their fonts. They always like message me, your skills. How did you tell this dude about uh, doing this cool font that you use? You know, and it's just, we all help each other. So I think community is very important. I'm, I'm really excited for us to come on scent with all the new changes and wish you guys all the best, always. Awesome, man. Well, it was a pleasure to speak with you again, Skills. And just the last question before we wrap it up, is there anyone else on scent that you want to see spotlighted that you dig what they're doing and you just want to know more about? Wow, you got me on the spot now. <laughs> I'm going to message you about somebody. I'm going to get back to you on that. And uh, maybe I can recommend someone. But just one thing I would like to see as a request I know there's free contests running on scent, but I think like some kind of a more creation within the niches, that would be helpful with the new scent coming in. Maybe having some creators within the community that you guys believe have a good eye or a good ear. This video is very good in looking at painting. This video is very good in looking at trading and analyzing. And maybe they can create stuff within the hashtags and then having some kind of a like daily pick, a weekly pick, monthly picks uh, of scent, the best. I don't know if you guys are going to be doing something like that. man. And when it comes to music or like a music competition, I know that you would be number one in line to be a judge on set. No, I would love it. You just let me know. I'm ready. And definitely this would attract a lot of more musicians to come because they know they can join a community, they can network and get feedback and from professionals in the industry and and earn. Yeah, 100%. All right, man. Well, again, it was a pleasure to speak with you. Enjoy your weekend. Yo, much respect. Same to you, my man. Thanks a lot for hosting me and big shout out to all the sentients out there and wishing you all a great weekend to come from Kuala Lumpur. Cheers, brother. Bye. Cheers, bro. Peace.